Hello, everybody. This is Will Frazier. Welcome to History Made Up. On today's show, we have Justin Zell from the Steel City Improv Theater. Yes. That's right. All right. Welcome, everybody. I am Will Frazier. This is uh, History Made Up, the informative improvised podcast. What I do here is I travel around the country. I get local stories from local people. And then I get some local improvisers. And we make up some scenes based off that story. I'm in Pittsburgh again today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, we have our guest is from the Improv Theater in Pittsburgh. So it's going to be a lot of improv information and improv performance. So it's going to be a lot of fun on this show. Let's meet our improvisers. John David. Hello. <laughs> Hi, John. Welcome back. Hello, hello. I started. I started low last time with my hello. Yeah, so this time you I was, did. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> so this time I figured I'd start high and yeah. get that, that diversity of pitches. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, our storyteller today is be talking about improv. What's your history with improv here in Pittsburgh? Well, my history with improv is uh, it all starts back when I was a young boy of however many years ago three is. Oh, that's a weird way to say that. Um, no, I, I started improv about like two years ago, I want to say. Um, it started off as something I had previously been working at a uh, local Pennsylvania gas station, Sheets, uh, which is a 24-7, 365 establishment, which means I didn't have free time, ever. Because there was always weird shifts that I'd be working. And oh, I thought you just worked there 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. I was like, wow. It's pretty <laughs> diligent over there. There were days where I was working for 16 hours. Yeah. Like, I would I would split up the shift because I, cause when you become salaried at a place that is open 24-7 and you don't finish your work, they expect you to finish your work. Um, <laughs> so that was terrible. But then I, I left that job. I will say Sheets is a wonderful establishment if you're looking for a job right out of college. <laughs> They have, they have decent benefits. But, so I left Sheets and was like, I need something to do with my time. I had done some theater before in like college and high school. And I was like, I've always been interested in improv because I was terrible at it in college. <laughs> like, just a trash improviser. And uh, I, I found Steel City Improv and I took some classes. I believe, I don't believe you were my level one coach. Uh, I think it was... Uh, I'm, I'm pointing at our Justin, special you're guest. pointing to Justin. Yes, yeah. our special guest. <laughs> I was um, like, I know I wasn't your level one coach. <laughs> um, it was a wonderful uh, man who still teaches here named Chris Wright. And I kind of fell in love with it because it helped me deal with both not knowing what to do with all my free time at my new job, which was a nine to five, and um, <laughs> like aggressive social anxiety and public speaking concerns. Right? So now I've been doing it for like two years and I uh, practically live at the theater. He does. Great. New 24-7 job. Exactly. <laughs> Out of sheets, into the theater. I love it. Jump right into it. That's awesome. Thanks, John. Yeah. Jeremy? All right. I'm going to get your last name right. You're here. Just, just shout out. You're gonna I, do it. I'm going to get it right, just in case anyone was wondering. Lasefko uh, <laughs> Bremer. Yeah! Woo! Jeremy Lasefko Bremer. Just Hi, Jeremy. It rolls off the tongue. It does. <laughs> just glides down. <laughs> Yes, the uh, meter is correct. The, okay, good. The meter. I got the important part right. The meter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How are you, Jeremy? I am excellent. 
Thanks so much for being here. No, I'm excited. What's uh, what's your history? You sound very excited. That's, you don't uh, sound uh, just, half asleep at all. I'm very I'm very dry. It's okay. Very drunk and I was yeah. like, Jeremy. No, never know. <laughs> not 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 me. You got the wrong guy. My history with improv. Yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, so I'm fr- I have because I'm from there. I have to say that I'm from Chicago. Oh. Uh, oh. It's necessary to say I've got my. Uh, my public radio representative T-shirt on today. <laughs> yep. I remain a member of the public radio station in Chicago, uh, despite not living there. Yep. First of all, for superiority, and also because Obviously. we have to support those nice people down there. Right. Uh, so. Uh, so I, did you start taking I studying improv in Chicago? Yeah, improv is is kind of ubiquitous in Chicago. So yeah. I was actually able to take classes in high school. So I was sixteen, learning to do Harold. What? Yeah. So, right into Harold? Right in, just right in. I mean, we probably, you know, did some other things. Right, yeah, so, but, yeah, 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 yeah. A couple yes and. But still. A couple three-line scene, but, like, day two, Harold. We were just doing it. That's crazy. Uh, so I did that, and then I took some. You studied with Sharna, right? I was gonna. I was gonna build up to that. One. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is my wife to the left, uh, and uh, wife to the left. I'm the wife to the right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a spacing of how we're sitting. When I'm when I'm feeling conservative, John's my wife. But when I'm feeling a little bit more progressive. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so I, I did. I took level one with Sharna when I was eighteen at IO at IO in the old space upstairs in the Skybox Theater, mm. and uh, that was a lot of fun. I also, when I was there, got to sit in on a workshop uh, from Beer Shark Mice. Oh yeah, uh, Neil which Flynn is Neil and those. Flynn's yeah, team, and I yeah, got yeah. to do a scene with Dave Keckner. David Keckner. David yeah. Keckner. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the weatherman from. Uh, the sports, the sports guy. Yeah, yeah. Champ Anchorman. kind from Anchorman. I'm a big fan of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, you know, I, I did improv in college uh, at Johns Hopkins University. Buttered niblets for life. And, wait, okay. Uh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what? He glossed over it. No, the I don't even niblets. care. Uh, we'll get to that. Johns Hopkins. Yeah. And that's where you... <laughs> I'm going to go to Johns Hopkins do some improv. Yeah, that was... <laughs> right? Well, it, it fit... Uh, very much in with the uh, creative writing theater uh, tract that I was taking academically and really helped me land seven years later in Pittsburgh uh, recording this podcast. So there's a through line from those choices to this moment. That's a very, very prestigious school. I'm, I'm, I'm aware. That's you, why it's like, for <laughs> is this your peak? Are you saying I peaked when I was 18, studying with Sharna, about to embark on my... No, you said it led, on the seven-year trip led you here. And it's like, is this, do I get to see you peak right now in front of me? I don't know, we'll see. This we'll is see. beautiful. We'll maybe I'll, maybe I'll blossom right now. This could be the best this day This could be the best day. <laughs> so, so now that I've tooted my own horn, uh, we'll how, slow down for a while. How long, so, uh, I know you said you were 16, 18. How long ago was that? Uh, I'm 29, so that was 13 okay. or 14 years ago. Yeah. So, Lord. yeah, I've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, that's uh, great. And then, like, kind of a fallow period, we moved back to Chicago. This is my wife on the left, not my wife on the right. We moved back to Chicago, <laughs> and we lived with my parents for nine months. I don't remember. I've, like, blocked them out. It was too traumatic. And then we also <laughs> found our way into salaried work uh, that is very emotionally and physically taxing yeah. in the restaurant industry. And precludes any sort of enrichment as a person. Yep. So then we moved here, 
and um, after about four months, we were friendless and generally sick of each other, sick of each other and like lacking so many things. So I signed us up for and classes And only working here. with 40-year-old women. And only working with 40-year-old women, which is my target <laughs> demographic. That's why you haven't seen me blossom, John, because you're not a 40-year-old woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best time and, to blossom. And uh, we, we came in at a great time. We did have you, a.k.a. Justin, for our level one class, <laughs> and uh, got to know Justin and, and kind of just fell right down the rabbit hole into the theater and live here sometimes and don't live here sometimes. And... It's been great. We love it here. That is awesome. Thanks so much. Michelle, <laughs> the wife on the left. Hi, thanks for having me. Michelle, uh, say less, it again. okay, yeah, now I have to say it again. Lesefko <laughs> <laughs> Brenner. You got Brem- it. Bremer. Oh! Bremer. 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 Do it on the German name. So close. <laughs> we're, uh, we're only children. That's like why we both took both names. We're not we, siblings. We, we we're just, <laughs> we're only children to separate families. So we didn't want either name to die in the marriage. Oh. Because we're it. So that's great. That makes total sense. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Only yeah. child, both only. Yeah. Much like many things in my life, like once you get the backstory, it's all clear. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't necessarily, like, uh, I don't have any kids. My sister doesn't have any kids. Not re- And neither of us are planning on it. But my cousin has a couple. And that's still the Fraser name, so it's going to live on. <laughs> no responsibility here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you have small families, like small extended families as well, so it's really just the pressure's on. Yeah. But. So I'm get, So uh, what's your history with uh, improv here? Uh, it, it, was this the first place you yes, studied? this is the first place I've studied. Uh, I watched this guy in college. Uh, well, in his co- uh, when he was in college, I watched him do improv. I yeah. was not in college. Let's remind us of the name of the college group one more time. Uh, the, the buttered niblets. Yeah, yeah. Buttered niblets. I thought that's what you were going to go back to, and I was like, why didn't you talk about the buttered niblets? <laughs> no. Oh, it's far more interesting to me that someone goes to the most prestigious medical school in right. the country <laughs> for improv than no, just another silly improv group name. Yeah. I, so you watch the buttered niblets, big yes. fan. I am also a Hopkins alumna uh, of the writing seminars department. Um, nice. So another non-scientist uh, at the prestigious university in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, they just rejected me from their MFA program, though. So like, see ya. Um, wow. It's cool. I'm going to Florida. It's gonna be great. Woo. Um, All right. But uh, yeah, so uh, we moved here is like kind of a reboot. We were working in the service industry, like working all the time, not really saving any money, just like drinking a lot and hating our lives. And so we moved to Pittsburgh uh, to like get a cheaper cost of living and to uh, transition um, our resumes into the nine to five world, uh, which we successfully did. And then uh, much like John, it's like now I can do stuff like improv or theater or whatever or softball. Am I your husband to the double left, double right? <laughs> no, she's your across the table. Husband. Oh, she tugs you over. Don't she understand needs. why on this podcast I'm suddenly like involved in bigamy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. It, <laughs> happening? it started as Jeremy. He was the bigamist. <laughs> yeah, and now it's just sort of shifted yeah. to you. It's become like really polyamorous. I'm not that comfortable with this. Wait, wait until. Wait until the next improviser. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so uh, he actually bought me level one as like a Christmas present. Oh, nice! To, That's awesome. As, like, let's let's do something creative and just see. Yeah. And I think we kind of came along at a good moment in the theater's evolution. Uh, there was like some space for some people to invest, and 
we're chronic investors. So we kind of stepped in and we, we made an indie team. We happened to like meet some really awesome people in our level one and level two who like we clicked with. And uh, yeah. we're on a team called The Deep End, uh, which just won the Skid Award for Outstanding Improv Troupe. Um, All right. Which is an award that only matters to the people in this room and like 20 others. Um, <laughs> but I'm really proud of it. You should <laughs> and, be. Um, yeah. And so, uh, and uh, both of us have produced shows here. I still produce shows here. Um, so yeah. So Excellent. That's, that's, that's the thing. I love Harold. Harold is my favorite thing in the world. Really? Like, yeah. I produce a show called Pick Up Harold, which is uh, just people getting together and like survivor style drawing stuff out of a bag to pick teams and just like doing a Harold with people they might never know what? before. Yeah. It's wow. super fun. That's it's nice to hear that. Yeah, a I'm lot of improvisers back. get sort of yeah. jaded after yeah. a few years of beating the Harold beating the fuck out of them, yeah. and they get sick of it. So I'm glad so, you're not sick of it. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm pushing for him. <laughs> That's great, Evan Sherwin. Hey. Woo. Hi, Evan. How are you? I'm doing great. Good. Uh, what about you? Tell, are you from Pittsburgh? Are you from here? No, I grew up in California. Oh, really? What part? I close to Santa Barbara. Nice. And uh, yeah, I started doing improv a little bit in high school, and um, then fast forward, I'm in Pittsburgh, going to school. Um, I live like a block away from this theater, and I kept on walking by for like, for years, I'd walk by this little theater, and then, <laughs> yeah, I should go there sometime. And then eventually I went to a show and thought, oh, this looks like fun. Started taking some classes, my level one teacher was Justin, and uh, I feel like I'm getting like thrown under the bus for not having Justin as my <laughs> You are. <laughs> yeah, so I've been doing improv here for about a year and a half and it, it's been great. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, improv theaters are the perfect place for someone like that. A curious person walking by. Eventually they'll go in and eventually their mind will be blown because of how nice and fun everyone is in there. That's yeah. my experience anyway. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, uh, I think we're all a little bit like, it's like a little bit a land of misfit toys, right? Like we're all a little bit weird. Um, right. And also like extremely warm and kind. Uh, so it's a good combination for me in terms of like people I want to be around. Yeah. Like people who are like a little off kilter, but also like very genuine, very generous. Yeah. Like, and and exactly. like, I, I really love like the misfit toys analogy because if, if, if you were to take the improv out and just look at like, Evan is like a science boy. Um, like the three of us are English peeps, but all in different regards. There's like we have a wonderful friend named Ron who's a lawyer. Like there's so many different people from different backgrounds, both like career-wise and life-wise. Like there's people who like just came from North Carolina and did improv there, and they just like could jump into the community because that's the wonderful world of improv. It's where like oh you just you belong here. Like come with us. Come be our friend. We demand it. <laughs> like, I, I do really feel like that Misfit Toys analogy is just perfect because it's just a place for all of these different people to just come together and get to feel like we belong. Yes. I'm making a weird yeah, hand. I Absolutely. don't know about you. Like, do you, do you show up at the theater sometimes and go like, okay, I'm not, like, you're having a crap day or whatever. You're, it's like, I'm in a comfort This will fix it. And you're like, I'm in the theater. Like, everything's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's like home. Absolutely. So for me, it's just the wing chairs in the lobby. <laughs> I just come in, we'll I see that wing chair, <laughs> I sit down, and I'm just like, this wing chair is going to keep me safe. But that, that is, I'll, I'll let you in on the secret, all of you now can learn one of my deep, dark, dirty secrets of why I'm usually like 15 to 20 minutes early. It's because like, 
I come here and I'm like, all right, cool. I don't have to worry about things. And I, and then I also get like a moment just to like chill by myself. Because, you know, sometimes you just need a breather. Yeah. I thought you were going to tell us that you were, like, coming to the theater in the middle of the night. <laughs> just, like, sitting here to feel better. Like, you, like, wake up from a nightmare and you're like, I'll just go to the theater. It's fine. <laughs> not while Justin is around. I'm not going to tell you that now. Later. Uh, that's awesome. And I should say that yeah. myself and my three wives, the right. <laughs> there you go. Damn it, Evan. Just started a musical improv team called Folding the Universe. Oh, yeah. Oh. This is new. What? Yeah, we all just started taking musical improv. It's like a drug. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very intimidated by it. I'm not going to lie. That's, well, I, haven't taken any, I, haven't take, <laughs> I, I haven't taken any classes or anything because I'm very scared of it. Yeah. It's, but I know it's something I'll need to do. Yeah. It's super fun. Like it's it's one of those things that like we we kind of like fake stressed out about it because we've only had one show before and it was supposed to be like just a chill eleven o'clock show. But we all got really energetically hyped up. But then we were also like we only want ten people to be in the audience and there was like twenty five. Yeah. yeah, they did not turn them away. Like yeah. I told them, <laughs> there but, was far too many people. They were also walking past saying, "I wonder what goes on in there." I've been walking past here for two years. It's 10.55 on a Saturday night. Tonight's the night. There were strangers. Like, I always say, like, you know, it's a pretty insular community or whatever. So even people who aren't at the theater all the time, they're like people we know from the improv scene. So when someone is here that I've never seen before, I'm like, they're strangers in the audience. Yes. Like, we have to really work on it. I know, yes. They haven't seen us do this 50 times, so this this might be their only opportunity to know we're good. Does anyone else make eye contact with those people during? Show. I'm always checking in. I'm always right? checking in. Checking like, in how you doing? Are you enjoying the show? <laughs> yeah. How's it going? I watch from the wings, and I always look for like, because whenever there's new people, I always like seem to just pinpoint the two like slightly older women who look very confused but upset. Oh just, yeah. Like you'll have those. Yeah. That's because that's I must not be in that show. Yeah. That's my demo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was. Can't help but love. It, you weren't in the one show okay, that I just well, took through. <laughs> should call. Could have saved it. Should All right. Oh, that's great. Uh, Michelle, yes, you were ta- uh, your story reminded me of a story. So uh, four, four years ago, um, for my birthday, my sister got me a level one UCB class, oh, wow. uh, intensive. So it was just like, oh, okay, so all I have to do is take two weeks off of work and get myself to California from Iowa. Okay. But thank you for the gift. <laughs> uh, um, and like find a place to stay. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. So uh, I had lived out there before, so I knew some people. And one of my friends uh, offered me a place to stay. And was like, okay, perfect. This would be great. Uh, I went out there and I got to his place. And his wife uh, was <laughs> eight and... Three quarters months pregnant. Oh. oh. Yeah. And I'm there for a two-week intensive. Oh, no. So I'm crashing out the couch for two. <laughs> after, literally, after, so yeah, I, after the first week, um, I was like, I think you guys need, like, I don't think I should stay here. Like, <laughs> I think you guys need some space. And uh, I don't really have a place to stay, but I'll figure something out. And uh, so before one of my classes... Uh, well, yeah, that night uh, I didn't find a place to stay, so I parked around the corner from the UCB on Sunset, uh, <laughs> right next to a, a fucking El Pollo Loco, 
and slept in my car and uh, woke up the next morning and you never really sleep good in your car, yeah. you know, it's all just sweaty and stinky and uncomfortable. I just want to interject that John, yeah. <laughs> when you said that, was like, yeah. <laughs> John has like definitely slept in his car. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not great sleeping. Uh, so I woke up real early um, and just started walking down the street. I was going to walk to McDonald's, get some breakfast or something, just wake up. And as I'm walking past the place, um, Matt Walsh, one of the UCB founders, mm-hmm. is coming out of the theater. And this is like 6.37 in the morning. And um, I just slept in my car. <laughs> yeah. So I look like a crazy homeless person. <laughs> and i like, hey, hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. <laughs> like, just to get his attention. And uh, he came over and, like, we had a nice little chat. It was great. <laughs> it was like, I explained, like, I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm out here taking intensive, and I was crouching with a friend. I, I had to sleep in my car. He's like, what? <laughs> like, oh, it's okay. It's just for, like, one night. And, like, um, yeah, I had a great little great little chat with him there. And then uh, later, whatever, three hours later, when my class actually started, um, I was talking to just – I was telling some of the people in class, like, I saw Matt Walsh this morning. And they're like, where? When? (laughs) Oh, fuck. Now I have to tell you why. Uh, And and I explained it. And then two different different people in that class invited me to come and stay at their house. These are strangers that I have just met and been just improvising with for a week. And two of the – two different ones – Open up their homes to me, a giant stranger, <laughs> and like that, and that's just that's and that's improv people. Yeah, and I'm that's not at all surprised, right? Like, but like any other thing, people think that's crazy. No one would have ever done that. But improv people, that's just yeah, it's how they are. And what and the Tara, the lady, she let me stay at her house, her and her husband. Uh, How pregnant was she? She, <laughs> she. They had two kids already, so she invited me to her to sleep on a stranger with in their house with two kids, and I. So I would wake up every morning for like three or four days in a row with her daughter Marlena, like in my face, like hi, and she was. Oh, it was so much fun. Uh, it was fun, uh, and she was adorable. Great kids, but anyway, so yeah, they. Uh, she's a screenwriter and he's a editor and a year a year after we took that class I got an email from her like I wrote this horror movie and I wrote you a part and so uh, I flew out to Washington and got to be in a horror movie that he she wrote it uh, her husband directed it and it was like a two, like two, three week little project that we shot up in Olympia, Washington, and it's it all came from just that one level, one class like that. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. That was an excellent gift. Yeah, excellent gift. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's do a scene off of that. You look rough. Did you sleep all right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm fine. I slept okay. Your, your eyes aren't even open right now. I'm a uh, pink eye scare. 
pants. Um, Teddy. I thought Ted. one of them was crusted over, so I wanted to keep the other one shut for a little bit. Ted. Huh? You, you can't come to work uh, at the diner with pink eye. Well, it was a scare. I don't think it actually... I'm still sort of riding it out. It'll be fine in a couple of days. <laughs> what do you need me to make some pancake batter? What do we got going on this morning? <laughs> Ted? Huh? Yeah. I'm worried about you. Uh, everyone's worried about old Ted. Oh, old Ted's fine. I'll be fine. I've made it through worse. Jingle, jingle. Ted, why don't why don't you manage the the front of house and huh? go, go take care of the customer? Uh, you got this pancake batter? It ain't gonna make itself. I got the bisquick. I promise. Uh, hello, hello. Hi there. Myself and my wife to the left would really like to. <laughs> Hold on, what? She's to your, I can't see real good. To your left, to my she left. is? Okay, hello. Hi, I'm very progressive, that's right. Hi, hi, how are you? I'm... Well, uh, we're fine, nice. we just, we're hungry. We'd like right. a table. Right, okay, sorry, yeah, you can just sit anywhere. Uh, yeah? Do you have pink eye? Yeah, well, <laughs> it's more of a scare. Like, I think I might have pink eye, uh, but... I think I'm also just a little tired. I didn't sleep that great last night. Uh, there's a real nice dumpster out back. Sometimes I sleep in it because the garbage bags are sort of soft. Uh, but I think I might have caught some pink eye from one of those garbage bags. But like I said, it's mostly a scare. And uh, <clears throat> here, can I get you? you want some waters or coffee? I, I don't want anything you've touched. Mm, that's, okay. I think p- pink eye isn't something to mess around with. Honey. Not at all. That's what I mean. That's why I'm being very cautious about it. And that's a, it's just a scare. You've it's touched, mostly a scare. You've done nothing but touch your face since you've spoken to us. It itches a lot. That's <laughs> I keep. It itches a lot. So I'm gonna keep rubbing it because it makes me feel better. It's a little relief. Uh, yeah. You know, if we're gonna eat here, I'd like to go into the kitchen just to see who else has this pink eye scare. It's a strange request, but I guess... <laughs> it, seems, it seems perfectly reasonable to me under the circumstances. I, I guess if you you want to go into the back, we, we can... Here, follow me. It's right back. Hey! Ted. Yeah. Ted. They, these people want to see the, the back for some reason. Please leave, Ted. Huh? Jingle, 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 jingle. Oh, here. You deal with these folks or someone else come in. Hello! Hey, Ted. Uh... I'm just coming up over. I, I hope you don't mind. This is a, a professional visit. I'm here for police business. Uh, yeah. We got a call. Uh, Officer Steve, how can something, I help you? Something going on. Uh, it's it's going to be Officer uh, Officer Brenner uh, in this official call right now. Sorry, Steve. Or Officer Brenner. Officer Brenner. Officer so Brenner. We, we, we had a call last night about some commotion going on down at the dumpster. Uh, mm. Nice. Uh, Mrs., uh, Mrs. Smallfield, yeah, she gave us a call. And uh, I didn't really think anything of it. And when I came out, I swear to God, I saw a zombie coming out of a, out of the dumpster. Whoa, that sounds I swear scary. to God, it was a dumpster. So I took out my flashlight, it's a mag light, and I pointed it right <laughs> at the It's a good dumpster. quality mag, yeah. that's a quality yeah. flashlight. Ted, you have pink eye? Huh? Do you have pink eye? Ah, Hold on, let me just get out my mag light. That's ah, more of a scare. I'm more just concerned than I think I actually have it. 
Shit, you look just like a zombie, Ted. Like it's really what? It's really. Let me let me take a look. Hold on, just uh, yeah, just tip back there. Okay, that's uh, very crusty. Yeah, it's oh, one of them's oh, crusted up pretty good. It's like fuchsia eye. It's not just paint. Cut it's back like... to the kitchen. Hey, I'm real sorry about Ted. Um, also, do either of you know how to make a pancake? <laughs> Sir, are you the manager of this establishment? I'm sorry. Yes. It seems like you should fire him. Well, it seems like you're doing a poor job. Well, I mean, but you know, like... The guy has pink eye and he's brought the police here. I can't just turn a lost soul away. He was mistaken for a zombie. Well, I mean, life happens to people, but you gotta watch out for your for your fellow human beings. Cut back. Sitting out, ah, I don't think that baton's working. I swear, if you just let me use your gun, I'll be able to scrape my eye open. Listen, we're just gonna use let the me... baton, we're gonna use the baton, and I... if I say... We'll put some of the nodes of the taser around your nose and Ooh. see if we can shake it out. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm definitely in for I, that. That's, listen, I've been on the force 27 years. I've never brandished my weapon. Thank you. Thank Today you. is not going to be the day. I got Ted, it. Thank right? you, Steve. Today is not going to be the day. Officer Brander, I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. This now, is... do you know anything about this dumpster commotion? What? Dumpster. There was a man emerging from the dumpster. Looked like he was the undead, Mrs. Smallfield said. You're embarrassing me. Don't tell it. Can you not tell anybody? What so, am I not telling them, Ted? Just sign the affidavit. This can all go away. Sometimes I sleep in that dumpster. Don't look. I don't believe you. Ted, look, you're an upstanding... You're a good guy, Ted. You're a pillar of the community. You're not sleeping in dumpsters. Uh, well, Sharon threw me out two weeks ago. And oh. So I've been having to stay in the car and, you know... Have you ever slept in a car? Can't you just, get you good can't. Sleep. So you just no, can't you get can't good sleep in there. No, so I saw the dumpster there, and I knew I had thrown most of those garbage bags away. So I just figured that probably softer in there. You could come stay with me. Really? Yeah, you got to let this pink guy clear up because I got two little ones running I around. I swear to God, it is not pink eye. It's just a pink eye scare. Hold on, I'm just gonna fix this. Yeah, I'm just gonna put this node just yeah right there next to your eye. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna put the other one. That I'll, feels good. Let's put this on the roof of your mouth. Really get something going in your skull. There. All right. And, hey, you're uh, the police officer. Kitchen. <laughs> It's really, it's really fairly simple. You're putting batter in a pan. You shake it a little bit. You wait for the bubbles. You flip. You shake it. Yeah, you don't want it to stick. Oh, I just kind of poured the powder on the on the on the griddle and like it just went up in flames. Who told you this was a good breakfast place? Hey, right, good news, guys! Look, the cop fixed my eyes. Look at him. See, all better now. Ted, are those taser burns? <laughs> Hello, everybody. Will Fraser here from History Made Up. Uh, we have some exciting news about the podcast. Uh, we have an official Patreon page now. It is. Patreon.com slash History Made Up. You can go there. You can donate to the show. The show will always be free. You will never have to pay for the show. This is just a donation, so you can sort of help become part of the show. You help help raise money so I can keep traveling and keep visiting these new places and meeting these new great improvisers and bringing the content to you. We have a special gift for one-time donors of $100. You donate $100 one time, you're going to get to tell a story on the podcast. We'll do I'll find the improvisers, we'll do the show off it, but you get to tell the story. Uh, so thanks so much for listening and support it. Patreon.com slash History Made Up. All right, everybody, we are back. That was a great first segment. Uh, okay. 
Yes, yeah, so we have a very special guest today, Justin Zell. Hi, Justin. Hey, you ready yeah. to tell us what a story? What week is this now? It's been a while since I saw you last week. I know, right? <laughs> it's been like two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Are you enjoy sleeping on the couch backstage? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is great. Oh, no, sorry, the chair. The, yeah, the yep. Couch. It's the wonderful. one chair. Yeah, we, don't have, we don't have a couch anymore. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into a that. winged chair, I hear. Yeah. There's a, a winged, winged chair. chair. There's a winged chair, yeah. So yeah, you have a story for us? Uh, sure. Right. Uh, kind of the history of improv here in Pittsburgh. Let's hear it. Good? Yeah. Um, uh, I apologize for any inaccuracies along the way, <laughs> from what I remember. Um, in fact, I actually even, I did pull, I'm going to reveal behind the curtain a little bit. I did pull out my phone and wrote down some names so I can remember them. Because <laughs> uh, 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 I, don't, I don't sleep well. I have uh, sleep apnea. Uh, I'm not, not ashamed of it. Uh, but I also hate wearing my mask, so I take oh, it off no. sometimes. Um, and uh, but also I go to bed too late. Yada yada yada. So anyway, uh, so yeah, when we when uh, Casey and I um, decided to leave New York City, it was the uh, you know just after the economic downturn of two thousand nine, two thousand eight. There, you know, which was very hard to get a job, uh, and. Uh, uh, we had been unemployed for a while. She actually had a temp job um, with a company that later got bought up by Google, and she reminds me of that often. <laughs> um, she's like, I could be working for Google. I was like, I don't think, I mean, you were a temp <laughs> for like three months. So, uh, uh, And we just kept talking about like the possibilities of Pittsburgh, you know, uh, uh, lower uh, entry rate into doing anything, entry rate? Yeah, entry <laughs> Uh, and anything you wanted to do, like like start a theater or something like that. Yeah. Um, I had realized that I really loved the part of improvisation of, of teaching and coaching. That was really what I really got into. Um, in part because I was on a house team at a place called the People's Improv Theater in New York City uh, for two years, and then they decided to not ask me back to house teams. <laughs> uh, and that was really like you know unemployment, uh, downturn economy. But I'm not on a house team anymore. That was like, all right, then I'm out of here. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm a house cat. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a house cat anymore. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> so we moved to Pittsburgh. Uh, we basically just packed up everything we had into a van and, and drove to Pittsburgh. Um, we, had, we had visited once before to kind of, I don't know if we got an apartment or not. Um, we must have visited at least twice before. First, it was in January. And um, I was just like kind of looking around to see if there's anything improv here. And the only thing I found was a thing called the Pittsburgh Improv Jam, still going on to this day. Uh, I think it's on Thursdays. And correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, ten or ten thirty. Uh, it's a late, it's a late, late night. Uh, and as I've gotten older, that's way too late for me. Um, <laughs> and uh, and the only thing I also knew about was there was a thing called the um, Friday Night Improvs, which I think still goes on at the University of Pittsburgh, um, but only during when there are classes. So if there's no classes, like I think this was early January, it's not happening. Oh, yeah. So I think I saw that listed, but there was this improv jam, and then I went to their website, and because there was a snowstorm, they were like, we want everybody to be safe, don't do it. And actually, in the hotel we were staying at when we were visiting her family, Casey's family, um, who is from here, she's from, she's from the North Hills and North, north Side, um, 
is at a place called the Holiday Inn. Have you heard of it? No. Um, but it's, it's not, it, then it became a La Quinta, and now it's like abandoned. It's weird. It's on, it's on uh, McKnight Road, but you have to like go up this big windy road to get to it, and it was treacherous coming down. I was like, oh, I'm glad that they canceled that because it was like really thick, heavy, like, you know, packing snow. Yeah. And, but, the, but the next time we visited, which was, I think, a few months later, um, when we were like looking for apartments and looking for jobs, um, we, uh, we went to the jam and I was like overly talkative. Like I was like re re reciting my resume so that they knew that like, I, I know what I'm doing. I'm like, I'm not just an amateur. And then she's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut, stop talking. Um, but, uh, but then we, yeah, we started meeting the people that were going to that. Um, and immediately I don't remember all of their names. I don't, I don't see them very much. Some of them have moved away and, and things like that. Um, but I do remember like the, the, and I wrote them down, <laughs> the, the, basically the three biggest improv groups that were around at that time. Um, so I'll go in order that I, that I uh, knew of them. So the first one was Cellar Dwellers, which were actually out in Beaver, actually in, um, not in Beaver itself, but there's, uh, I'm trying to think of the name of the town. Oh, I think it's, is it, Ro maybe it's Rochester. It's off of 65. And it's literally in like a bowling alley, like an old bowling alley, like a big, big building. And like the stairs up to it are treacherous. You're like, what? This is legal? Like, it's, yeah, but it's in Beaver County, so it's like, whatever. No yeah, offense, it's but it's place. whatever. It's a flawless place. You know, you, you have family there, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Thanks for pointing that out. Sorry. <laughs> um, but we went there a couple of times, and it was this group, uh, the cellar dwellers. And ironically enough, though, they were on the top floor of this building, not the cellar. Um, but it was this like they had like this whole big space that they like they put up their own walls and curtains and things and it was definitely very like a, a cup like a little clubhouse and it was really really neat and they did short form improvisation that's all they they knew and they were but they were really tight about it they all were just like okay we're playing this game here's the bell and like they had a bell on a stand yeah um, I remember that being like, wow, they put a bell on a stand. <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> um, and, uh, <laughs> and we saw their show and it was really fun and it was like $3 or something. And I also found out that their rent was like $100 for this entire floor of this building. But again, the building, I would not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rent to my mother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or like my mother-in-law. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, or my enemy. I wouldn't definitely do it. Uh, but it was fun. It was, it was interesting, but it was like, it's far out. I was like. It's like forty-five minute drive to get there. Yeah, um, and then we met uh, some of the guys that were also part of Cellar um, Dwellers. Were part of, uh, part of a group called Hustlebot. Um, I think they're still kind of together, but they're all like like some of them are dads now and things like that. And um, and they they wrote some sketches as well. But they were the only group in town doing Harold, as far as I knew. Uh, and they had they had learned from a gentleman whose name completely escaped me. I didn't. I, I, uh, who uh, was going to the University of Pittsburgh for graduate school and had done classes in Chicago, so he taught them Harold. And then there was another group that kind of actually came more out of um, a group at the University, uh, uh, Carnegie Mellon University, which is called No Parking Players, um, which they are very good, and I'm very impressed by them, but I don't like their name because it has the word no, and I never like an improv team <laughs> that has the word no in it. Um, but they're very good, so I, I, I give them a pass. Um, <laughs> from that came a group called Irony City. Um, and the, the two gentlemen that I met from that is uh, Brian Gray and, uh, and Greg, oh God, Gelati. I'm going to his last name. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. 
I was applying for Greg. Yeah, we were applying oh, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And they were, or that I just remembered his name. Uh, and they were, they were, they were the first to, to really like embrace what the skit was trying to be about, um, the CLCD Improv Theater, also known as the skit. I don't know if we've said that yet no. before, <laughs> the abbreviation, um, which uh, came to me one night laying in bed uh, because I thought I had to have an acronym because I met my wife at the pit in New York City, yeah. People's Improv Theater. Uh, we are friends with the uh, Philly Improv Theater, the FIT. Uh, <laughs> and I also have a friend who teaches corporate workshops at the WIT, the Washington Improv Theater. So. And um, the folks, the guys who are here from the Harrisburg. Oh, from the, yeah, the, from the, the, the came later was yeah. the Harrisburg Improv Theater, or the HIT. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're part of a long tradition of having an acronym. Uh, so, so yeah, so we just, we wanted to do it and we talked to them about doing classes and that, at that time they actually had been doing a meetup, which was once a month. It was free because it had to be because it was at the Carnegie Library, one of the, Car one of the many Carnegie Libraries, which have been plugged on this podcast, <laughs> um, in Squirrel Hill specifically, that had like this big open room that you could just sign up for if you just, just put your name down and if they had the availability, you could do it. And they were just reading things. They were taking some workshops outside of town. Like they they drive down to Philly and take a workshop from like Susan Messing or something like that. Um, but they really had no formal like level one, level two, level three kind of training, yeah. whatever it is. Um, and we brought that here. We decided we wanted to do a theater. And um, we first taught at a place called the Stephen Foster Center, which is an old school. They just give you the key. Like it was a Sunday, so they just give you the key and like we just had classes in different levels of the, the rooms. It was really, That's these huge cool. classrooms. Yeah. More room than we needed for like the 12 people that had signed up for our class at that yeah. point. Um, that was actually between two classes, I should say. It was like four people in the level zero. We had a level zero back then. <laughs> and then uh, level one was I think like eight people. Um, but we didn't know what we were doing. I didn't have a requirement to, in order to do the class show. Like, so everyone did it, even though some people only came to like three classes of the eight. <laughs> Um, you know, just the things you just learn on the fly as you go along. Even though I had been a part of a community, I had been a part of a level, but I was just kind of making it up as I was going along. Um, and uh, we had our first show at a place called Modern Formations, which was on Penn Avenue. Uh, no longer, uh, it was an ga art gallery slash performance space. They definitely put no money into the lights. There was just literally clip lights. <laughs> yeah. But they put all into the sound because it was like a lot of bands played there. Right. So the sound was awesome, but it didn't really help us doing improv. Yeah. And just, you know, classic folding chairs. And um, and the woman was nice. Jen was so nice. Uh, she also taught Zumba classes in it. It was really weird. They had Zumba classes. It had improv and sketch comedy sometimes because the guys from MuscleBot would do shows there. I think Irony City as well. Um, we did, uh, Casey and I did my R duo, which at the time, I think, I don't know if it was just in case yet. It also might have been Willard and Birch which were the, the names of our streets that we lived on when we were kids. You know, like you do the porn name thing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Um, and um, uh, Iguanatron, which is now still a, a duo that still performs here. That's Brian and um, uh, Greg. And then there was a, a trio that was just made up of uh, a gentleman. Oh, I'm blank on his name now. Uh, he's friends with uh, Chris, uh, Greg. Greg's first name is Chris. It's confusing. Um, and, it is confusing. Uh, you know, there was a I'm trio that was basically people that I, I coached, just randomly found out about us and, and wanted to get coached, that were all going to the ETC, which is the um, Entertainment Technology Center at CMU. Did I get that yeah. abbreviation right? Mm -hmm. um, which is a really cool place. They just have lots of like 
stuff and everything. Are we still on here? Uh, and um, uh, so they performed. So that was our very first show. In fact, if you go backstage, you can see a picture of our audience I took from the oh nice from the from the stage. And I don't even know. I think that might have been pre iPhone. So it might have actually been a real camera, that, you know, like, but one of those like you know instamatic disposable ones, disposable, yeah. or, or it might have been my Advantix camera, which I don't know if you remember Advantix. No, it was a film, but it was like a microfilm. So when you got the film processed, it was all a, you never saw the film. You just put the cartridge inside, and it went. Oh right? no! And then you got like a contact sheet of all your photographs. Ooh. When you got your photographs back, so you could tell you could it had a num each one had a number. Yeah. So you go like, oh, I want another one of number one, three, four, five, six. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> anyway, uh, <laughs> I go off <laughs> tangents a lot, and I know I don't want to take too much time. So, but it grew from there. Um, <clears throat> we started doing classes uh, at our new. Uh, we built a theater. It was very small. It was like maybe a twelve hundred square feet in the basement of a church in the north side. Um, no parking, as we may have talked, there's really bad parking. Yes, yeah. no parking. <laughs> um, I think only three people got their cars broken into, so that's not bad on the north side. Not bad. Yeah. Um, hey, Justin, where do you live? I live on the north side. <laughs> 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 Up on a hill called Troy Hill. It's, it's so far Very away. Very nice. Okay. Very nice. Um, and, uh, but then we found this space because uh, we were, uh, our landlords at the time were a community group. Um, I won't say their name, just a community group whose negotiation tactic was get out, yeah. oh. leave. So we said, okay, well, we are, but we're going to leave in three months because we have to find something else. And we found this place. And then we're basically shut down for about five months while we built this space. Um, nice. And our landlord was very nice. Gave us a, a few months free so that we could build the space. Oh, well, that's great. Yeah. This and, then, and now this, this is... space that we are sitting in right now, yes, yeah. uh, meant much of this drywall I put up and, and or mudded and painted myself. <laughs> All uh, right. Many hours just exhausted going, what are we doing this for? Uh, but it was... Because we just love doing this, yeah. both my wife and I. Like it's great, show. and it's a beautiful place. Thanks. And I love it. Thanks so much for having me here. Awesome. All right, thanks so much, Justin. That, that enough history for you? Absolutely. <laughs> Probably way too much information. More than, <laughs> more than you wanted to know. But yeah. I wanted to give a shout out to the people who started it before us. Cause Absolutely. There's, I can that's take the a, important stuff. I will take some credit, but I can't take all of it because do you remember, we do it together as improvisers. I'm just curious. That's do you right. remember what the first show in this space was? The first show was House Team Night. <clears throat> It was on a back then we were on a Monday. It was called TFM, Totally Free Mondays, um, and it was packed. Mm -hmm. And I remember, oh yeah, the, what, what didn't work? The lights, you know, like when you go out there and the um, they have the, the blue lights, blue so lights. that and we turn on the lights off in the hallway, but then there's blue lights so you can kind of see where you're see going. Where, yeah, um, did not work, so it was pitch black back then. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the sidewalls here on either side of the stage did not exist. It was actually one big stage that actually went into where that first row is. It went that far down, all the way to the, the beams. So it was more of like a, a big like a big octagon. Yeah. And it's just a big open space. It was just so much playing space. We just took advantage of it and went crazy. For sure. Show, yeah. yeah, that's great. All right. For sure. Sounds nice. But then, oh, here's the other thing about that show. <laughs> that morning of the show, like it was that Monday, was when we loaded all the chairs in. Because we, we sent a guy to pick it up over the weekend, and the storage unit was closed. Oh, so we had to, so I had to pay him extra to go back again <laughs> on Monday and, morning. And, and on Monday morning afternoon, yeah. I'm like putting in, and we're still painting and all that kind of stuff. So, wow, yeah, that's great.
Welcome class to your level negative one knitting. Um, today we're gonna just learn about just the idea of what knitting is. Oh, oh, Bill, you look confused, and Tommy, you're breathing very heavily. Sorry. Mr. Francis, I just stabbed myself. Oh, I told you not to bring the needles to the first class. I don't understand, like, what's the difference between thread and yarn? Oh, well, <gasps> Tommy, please. Please stop with the breathing. Sorry. So both of them have their very positive qualities. Uh, yarn is a bit thicker and it's a, a little more, uh, we'll call it gritty. We'll call it gritty. Well, thread is a little more clean. Does that answer your question? Hope you guys don't mind I brought my sheep. Oh. Because this is negative one, right? So we're not knitting, knitting yet. We need to like make the wool. Well, that's. So I got my shaver and I'm, I'm excited. I, I to shave my sheep. His name is Paul. No, his name is Chris. His name is Greg. <laughs> All right, so can so, you my sheep? What? Tommy, are you having an issue with the I sheep? I think I'm allergic to the sheep. <laughs> all right, well, can you put uh, Paul, Chris, Greg? <laughs> you got all three. I, I'm a very good teacher. Can you just put him out in the hallway? I promise it's a good neighborhood. Uh, Things only get stolen on uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Can I shave him first? Well, so I'm sorry to tell you this. Shaving He's is only a... valuable to me for his wool. Well, first of all, that's a very one-sided relationship you have. Um, I didn't come here for therapy. I came here to make wool so I could learn to knit. Well, that's level negative two. That's starting a little deeper. At this point, we have the thread or yarn. We don't normally... Uh, Negative two is where we just start from the source. The sheep is pooping. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a healthy poop. Uh, Paul, Paul, it sets Paul's standard sound. What are you feeding, Chris? What, Greg? Yes. Uh, what do I give him? Uh, yeah, a Twix bar this morning. I had to run. I, I work a full-time job. I can't just feed this thing grass all the time, you know? So I was, yeah. Do you... And then I got home. Let's see. Uh, we had some Skittles together. We watched uh, Wheel of Fortune. And then I came over here. Tommy, I'd like to buy a vowel. Okay. And, uh, you, I'm, I'm sorry, it's first day of class, so I'm still getting good with names. The one who stabbed himself. Yeah, I've been bleeding out for like four minutes. He's really bleeding. I was about to tell you that. We're all very worried. You were arguing with the boy with the sheep and... He's, he's, he's looking real bad over here. Does anyone have, like, a band-aid? Let's start small. Uh, well, I... There's some, there's some sheep hair for you. I have, I have more than, I have more than a band-aid. I have lots of gauze. I have a lot of <laughs> issues. It's like gauze. Will gauze help? Tommy, can you put gauze on Bleeding Boy? Bleeding sure. Boy, what's your name again? George. George, I'm sorry. I, you're gonna be called Bleeding Boy from now on, probably. Okay. If you live through this. Just like all my other classes. How much do you bleed? Well, I'm a hemophiliac, so... Oh. Four minutes of bleeding for a hemophiliac? Yeah. Put the gauze and the wool on him. Someone please use their phone and call a doctor. I, just, I got an idea, though. Hemophiliac, can I, uh, can I use your blood to dye my wool? Make a red sweater. I'll, I'll you know that's gonna turn brown when it oxidizes, goddammit. A brown sweater sounds nice. This class is a real island of misfit toys. <laughs> Doctor. Professor. Yes? I'm so tired 
of working hard. We need to construct some kind of mm. robot mm-hmm. that will like work hard. They'll be like out there. They'll have like a second job. They'll be out there working hard. You too, doctor. I'm talking to you too. <laughs> Sounds like uh, a lot of work for the for the robot. Not for, yeah. I'm tired of doing. We have important things to do here. You're talking about us building a robot. Yes. You know, you know how long it takes to build a robot. You're signing yourself up for a lot of work that I don't feel like doing. I see light at the end of the tunnel. Dr. Franklin here. As a professor of political economy, I feel obliged <laughs> to uh, inform you that increasing the uh, labor-saving capacity of machinery is only going to further increase the exploitation of the working class. Mm. You see, see, the source of all value is labor. Robotic source of all value is labor. I got lost in your eyes there for a second, but I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. Listen, guys, I was really, I was really skirting around it for a while. But I'm just gonna come out and say it. I want to make a hustle bot. Okay, that's what I'm trying to do. Mm. Mm. A bot that hustles. I get you. That's the I get you. Okay? I got yeah. you. I got I you. Like I'll still be doing labor. I just won't be getting coffee or, you know, trying to run from first to third on a single to right field. You know what I mean? Sir, maybe... Uh, Is that baseball metaphor too opaque for this crowd? Starting to no, no. Up. We picked it up. We okay, picked it up. All right. Maybe there's some sort of, like, uh, helper robot we could build to help us build your robot that would... I'm still, I'm buried under a lot of work, and if I'm going to build a robot, that's going to take up most of my day. Professor. You flash, just... flash forward to the robot has been built. All right. Oh so, my God, there it is. Yeah, see this little guy? He's going to help us build the robot you were talking about. Oh, that's so, that's so, that's such a relief. Right? That's such a relief, Professor. Oh, you're well, so here, I'll just flip this little switch. We'll just sort of, hello. It's doing the hustle. Hustle and flow. Oh no, not that kind of hustle. What? Watch me move it. Watch me shake it. Watch me go real hard. Yet. You said a hustle bot. Cut to the uh, NPR uh, interview. This is WBEZ in Chicago. I'm Ira Glass. Act one, the bot that hustles. So tell me, gentlemen, about this... Hustlebot, as you call it. How did it come about? Do we have to explain this to you now? This seems like a lot of work. All right, how does it work? You know, I don't really care. You guys want to make a robot that could talk to Ira Glass for us so we could go home? Ira, do you have a couple years? Do you need to check the batteries on your recorder? Are you good for a couple years? That's all I have is time. That's all we really have is time in the end, don't we? So, I read Act One. Why don't you save the summation for Act Five, dude? Yeah. Come on. Cut to the robot who can talk to Ira. <laughs> has been bought. Has been made. Ira, oh. it's good to see you. It's great to see you. <laughs> I really enjoy your soothing voice. I enjoy your eyes. I'm getting lost in them right now. Excuse me, Ira Bot. Hustle Bot here. I feel like you're stepping on my yams. You're yucking my style. Watch me move it, watch me shake it, watch me take you down, yeah, yeah. I'm stepping on your yams. I'm stepping on your yams. See you, gentlemen, well, robots, robots, if you will, there's room for all of us in my heart. 
all of you in my heart, I should say. Hmm? Ira, I'm sorry. I can't listen to you. You put me to sleep. And I am a robot. My battery lasts forever. Yet you still kill it. Oh, great. So thanks for the keys. Um, so we're just gonna we're just gonna start loading in, if that's okay with you guys. We really appreciate you renting out this abandoned school to us. Hey, t- it's all yours. It's, uh, it's, uh, there's might be some stuff in there you might need to clean out, but other than yours, free for all. All right. I just want you to know Stephen Foster has a checkered past. Oh, it's fine. Uh, a checkered past is common to all of us. You know, we're used to we're used to working in unusual spaces. Honey, get the knives and the plastic wrap. Don't forget the scalpels. Your husband's real quiet. He just sort of <laughs> he just sort of does what you say, and then he just doesn't no talk back or nothing. That's very impressive. Oh well, you know, we there are ways to manipulate people that you might not even have thought of. Don't forget the collection of trophies. I've been pinching his cheek for five minutes. He's not even, he's not audibly responding. I like it when you do that. There, see? Yeah. Perfectly normal reaction. Positive <laughs> feedback there, just a little creepy whisper. But yeah, uh, so there's a gymnasium down at the left end. And then obviously- A gymnasium. Yeah, the oh, checkered. The checkered floor. Oh, yeah. perfect. I, I'm, I'm wondering, do you happen to have an abandoned pool? Franklin Audubon here, checkered Olympian. <laughs> he comes. Oh, he comes with he, a guide. Yeah, Absolutely. he comes with the, he, yeah. It's, An accessory it's a guy. person. That's, that's, that's great. I was going to invite some unsuspecting children, but since we have this seemingly uh, oblivious man, that'll work too. Uh, so I was wondering, is there an abandoned pool anywhere in this facility? As an Olympic diver, I should hope so. Franklin. Oh, even better. You look like you got a lot of blood in you. Is that true? That's right. I'm like Lance Armstrong. Got those extra red blood cells. Like Lance Armstrong. Full of blood. Full of blood. Thank you. At the bottom of that pool, a chessboard. Because chess is an Olympic sport, too. Hey, Carl, you want to get out of here? It's pretty creepy down here. Yeah, yeah you guys have the keys and everything. I think the we're... time already? Yeah, oh, we're boy, right. I gotta get home. Oh, yeah. yeah. No problem. We'll lock up when we're done and put the keys in the Dropbox. Thank you, gentlemen, so much for giving us a space for our club. You're, wel- you're welcome. I don't care about your club. No, we're just here for the 50 bucks in cash. We yeah, yeah. We very much appreciate that. What, what kind of organs do you guys got? Well, we've got our Wurlitzer 1975s, uh, the extra pedals, uh, it's got the oboe sound over here. I like to practice in quiet spaces. Thank you. Practicing organ organ in quiet spaces is an oxymoron, but an oxymoron that I enjoy. Don't you judge my hobbies. Oh, a judgmental Olympian who plays the organ. I bet he's going to bleed real good. Real good. Okay, see ya. Thanks. Thanks so much, gentlemen. We'll be fine. Bye. Bye. Uh, two weeks later, they they come back. Oh, oh a, boy, hey, how was that? that? A good was... 50 bucks. That was yeah, quick. Oh, I mean, man. I, I already, what did you spend yours on? Beer. Yeah, me too. Well, I, I might, no, it was, yeah, it was beer. Did you buy something else or? Uh, I got you a gift. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, I didn't want to sing. I didn't want to make a big deal. Oh my god, there's blood everywhere! Oh it's shit. It's covering oh, the walls! We should see. get inside. Yeah, should get god inside. damn it. It's alright here. Just. Ah! Yep. That's uh. a locker full of body parts! <laughs>
Okay, what are these people doing? Your lease was up yesterday. His organ skills are very poor. He can't even play Ave Maria. I get it, well, you know, but your lease was up yesterday. Your clubhouse is over unless you want to pay another 50 bucks. That, that, there are like, there's a lot of blood on your face. Oh no, that's just, you know, my husband, the eccentric. I like ketchup a lot. It's ketchup, don't taste it. Yeah. There's a lot of screaming coming from in here when we were outside. It's very concerning. Oh, oh, we're just rehearsing an improv scene, don't worry. You're not trashing our no, school, just, are you? No, no, just We rent imp- this out to people. Nope, it's just, a valuable nope, property. Nope, nope, just some good old fashioned long form improvised comedy. It can get wild. Super, and if we could just um, visual confirmation that our Olympic friend is still alive. Uh, <laughs> Franklin Audubon here, proud owner of one kidney. I'm glad you have all joined me in this cellar. Now. Well, I am a dweller after all. You know I hate rhymes. I've got my candlestick. Good. I have my electric candle. Well, that's an oxymoron. Well, no, it's a right. Has the battery. It's a battery. It's a battery candle. Gentlemen and gentlewomen, we are gathered here in this cellar for one fine goal. We must come together and take over the north side of the United States. Well, it's a good thing you brought me here with my military strategy past Colonel Mustard here. Yes. Good thing I'm here. I'm going to out-friendly those Minnesotans. They, don't, they haven't met someone from Pittsburgh. Hug the shit out of so that. So where does North start and where does South start? Like, are we talking about, like, Union? Or? That's why I'm here. I, uh... Oh, the I, map guy. I'm, I'm a map. I'm a map. Uh, I didn't recognize yes, you. That's I, Rand McNally. Yeah, that's right. I, uh, there you I'm are. a graduate of Map University. It's, uh, it's a prestigious school. Not many people graduate, nor few men enter, and only one will uh, exit. So, like the Highlander. Yes, just like the Highlander. It's a dangerous school, but anyone who leaves is only the best. Yes. It's not a straight line, unfortunately. Lots of curves, lots of dips and thrills, but it will be sufficient to decide, divide the country. I thought you were talking about the path of leaving Map University at first and was a little confused. It's I, also true of that as well, yes. But, hmm. So, where do we start? Yes, Map Man. Where do we start? Well, here's the Eastern Seaboard. Well, that's not the north. Hold on, though. He's, he's giving us a riddle. If that's east, which direction is north? That's east. Yes. Why are we doing this again? Like, what's our motivation? Like, why? I just, I think the north is a better climate to live in, and I don't want to share it with anyone but you, my cellar friends. Why don't we just drink some wine? It's down here. You and your wine. You always want to drink the wine. You don't understand how vintage wine works. This is my house. Look, we're trying to make something better of ourselves. We can't just stay in Beaver County our whole lives. Beaver, there are a lot of nice things about Beaver County. Oh, you would say that. You have family there. Of course I have. I, I, I am myself here. 
You could be yourself. You could be a better version of yourself. Have you ever crossed the Swickley Bridge? Have you ever gone to Twilight? Enough talk about bridges. I demand takeover of the North, and I need us to solve this riddle about the East. Cut to the South. Uh, Cut to the North. Sorry. You know they're coming for us. You know we got to start getting ready. I, they've been planning and plotting, and you know they're going to come right after us. They're going to come up here, and they're going to park the cars right in our streets and just it's take those, it over. Yeah, it's those cellar dwellers. You know, they, they they don't have cellars down south, you know. That's only a thing up here. Oh, no. It's <laughs> short but sweet. Are you afraid? What's the matter? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. So, everything's all good? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, well, we'll do, okay. Well, maybe just uh, tell me one bad thing that's going on, then. No. <laughs> okay, well, she yeah. needs to gather How herself up. How many fingers up. am I holding up? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, it was two. It's close, though. That's very close. That's very close. All right, she's doing just fine. How are we going to defend our, ourselves from the Southerners? I think with her. We just take her and put her right in front of them, and she just says... Oh, no. <laughs> and there we go. Oh, Gotta no. Shut them down. We cut to a battlefield. <laughs> And there's just uh, thousands of armies to the left and to the right. And in the middle, there's a little pocket of quiet and calm where she stands. Oh, no. I can't can't get to her. Wait. Let me talk to her. I got it. This isn't on the map. Oh, no. But she keeps... I don't want to keep going. So are we supposed to do this or not? Oh, no. I don't... Are you going to go? Honey, honey, what's going on? Do you want some wine, maybe? Oh, no. Or I'm, I'm, I'm baffled, guy. I, I'm we a... should just head back south and figure this yeah, out. I, need, I, need I to... give up. There's nothing we can do against this Minnesota Knicks. Oh, no. Oh, you don't want to go. You don't want to fail. You don't want to do improv. No, it's a treacherous road to improv. I, I just wanted to get out of my house a little Twists bit. Twists and turns, compacted snow. Snow? You're not going to make it. Improv is going to kill me? It is. You just keep working at that gas station, son. Which one? Sheets. I'm glad you know where I work, Dad. Of course I know where you work. Listen, when you were younger, your mother tried to do improv. Mom on the right or mom on the left? Mom on the mom in the middle. Oh. Over the table, mom. Oh. I miss over the table, she, Mom. She needed, she needed to get out in the world because she was really she was suffering. Uh, once you stop crying and keeping her up all night, she doesn't like baby. to use the sleep apnea machine, you know. <laughs> this is your mom in the middle. Knife in the background. Honey, I'm telling a story. Come on, I'm telling the kid a story, okay? Gotta get out. Gotta get that nine-to-five job. Start that improv class. Dad it's a treacherous road. It's a winding road. Mom in the middle says, I, I should do improv, Dad. What, what sort of um, comedy venue do you think I should pursue? Comedy. What? <laughs> comedy. You mean you don't like the, the comedic arts? It's... I, I've never laughed when looking at you before. Well, I always thought that was sort of a compliment, like you were proud of me. <laughs> like it wasn't, it wasn't Terry. That's a conversation for another time. The conversation Cut to another having... time. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> So you mean you weren't you weren't laughing at most me and it wasn't it was meant to bring me down. Most of the time when I look at you, I'm just trying to keep from crying. 
Cut back to the previous conversation. Because comedy is just, it's not, it's not in your blood, okay? But mom does improv. Yeah, look at her. She's a shell. She's, she's lost her voice. Our marriage is a lie. Ah, well, <laughs> all right, Marjorie. If that's how you want to play this, fine. You know, that's a conversation for another time. Cut to another time. <laughs> for better or for worse. For Listen, I have two other wives. I don't need this shit from you. Just because this ragamuffin is your birth child doesn't mean that we have to get along, okay? We may not like each other, but we have to love each other. Cut back to the previous conversation. We'll talk about that later. Listen, <laughs> comedy is just, it's a, it's, a, it's a bad road. It's a bad road. But I got all these artsy feelings and I just, I want them out. There's a detour set up on the road between you and your artsy feelings right now. It's gonna, it's a slow, it's gonna, it's, it's a lot of traffic. But They're where does the detour lead? It leads you to... Cut to this metaphysical <laughs> detour space. Hi, welcome to the detour. <laughs> I'll be your guide, Sven. <laughs> Hurry up, get out of the way! Are you going or not? Go! Go! There'll be a lot of stress along this detour. Are you going or not? Cut back. It's really frightening. You don't want to go there, okay? Now listen. So unsupervised. I, you, you've already been accepted into a prestigious institution. Yeah, for medical school. Yes, go to medical school. Don't futz around with that improv stuff. But thank God your mom left. Which Cut one? to the first day of medical school. Hi, uh, I'm Dr. Hopkins. Welcome to. I didn't know you still worked here. Yeah, this is Dr. Johns right here. She. Um, Good afternoon. I'm Dr. Johns. We like to welcome all the new students to the university personally. Yeah, we like to sit them down, look them in the eye, and say, "You're not good enough." You're you not? think you're good enough, son? Oh well. Trick question. You're not. I was gonna say my dad pretty much instilled that feeling of not good enough in me. Good. That means you have a very good father. Congratulations on him. He's doing great. Seems like you might have breeding going for you, but I'm not seeing it much in the way of twinkle-in-the-eye intelligence. I feel like I understand why he's the way he is now, talking to you two. He's very similar to you both. Dr. Hopkins, are you getting the same vibe I am? Absolutely. Smells Absolutely. like a comedian. Yep. Stinks of it. He <laughs> smell of stink. Hey, when you get out of this meeting, just come and see me. I got something for you. <laughs> Cut to that <clears throat> shady gentleman meeting. Hey, uh... You said you, you had something for yeah, me? Yeah, I got a... Don't, don't tell anybody. I got a level one improv class for you. <laughs> if you're interested, I mean, it's uh, down the down low, okay? I don't know. I was always told to be leery and weary of improv. Hey, there's truth out there, and there's also lots of lies. Lots of spin, as we like to say in the improv game. <laughs> there's a game? <laughs> there's lots of games. There's an infinite number of games. How Cut to the metaphysical games. <laughs> I can't get out. They're everywhere. You must stay in the game until no. it's over. I've got dice in one hand. i got cards in the other. I have a ball and a stick. What it's is happening much. in it's here? You know what they say. Either you win the game or the game wins there's you. A, I don't want to win the game. There's a bell on a platform over there. I mean, what is that supposed to be? How did it get on a platform? There's colored lights coming out of me after my motorcycle. Cut to the son coming home from college after having taken a level one improv class. Hey, Dad. How see, you doing? I see you nicked up the car pretty good. Yes, and I drove it into a tree. Oh, boy. Sorry. Uh, oh, this is my new wife. Yeah. 
mother, yeah, mother on the we left, you can, up. you can call we me. shacked up while you were gone, yeah. So yeah. she's not just a mom anymore? She's a... Um, she's a mother, yeah. We, 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 we made it legal. <laughs> You've been gone for a whole year, so... Well, you know, I've, I've, I've learned a lot in college. Um, uh, just better hope your mother in the middle doesn't hear you talk that yes and bullshit. You know, you the only life. mother who's ever supported me. Do it. Oh God, you always creep up on me. I, I, I understand how you do it now because you spent so much time in dark theaters without sunlight. You're just translucent and pale. That's right. I'm very concerned about your voice, so I wish you would quit smoking. She's gotten weaker. Are you familiar with the picture of Dorian Gray? Is this the picture of Del Close? It's the picture that keeps getting older while. The man is out there in the world living, loving life. Your mother is the improv picture of Dorian Gray. She, I can't see her anymore. And look at you, you're vital. You look wonderful. What's so, happening? So I'm the picture then. No, she's the picture, you're Dorian. Oh. You know, I haven't been really paying attention to my studies. Clearly, you're not very good at this. <laughs> <sighs> have I ever told you you have too many moms in my life? Oh, I'm, now it's about what? No, you just wait until Mother from the Right gets here. She Cut to Mother to the Right getting here. Hello! <laughs> hey, honey, how was, the, uh, how was the monster car rally? It was rad. Cool, cool. Hey, uh, how'd, how'd, how'd you get up there to, uh, to answer? You got a lot of questions up? for me, you know well, that? Well, he's, he's trying to put something off. And what? The, yeah, I, I don't, it's a conversation for another time. Well, well the, cut to that. The myth. <laughs> So it's this game called Bunny Bunny. What in the wide world are you talking about, son? Improv, other mom whose directional status I don't remember. First time he told me about it, I thought he was dissecting bunnies, you know, learn about medicine. I'm, I'm mom on the right. Can't you tell by my conservative status and my love of monster trucks? Well, now that I've actually mentally placed all of you, I can. Mom from the right, mom from the middle, mom from the left. But they're not here right now. It's just you and me. I'm doing it as a verbal acknowledgement of me knowing where people are. Cut that. We'll talk about it later. Oh, my gosh. All right. That's great. <laughs> that was so good. Oh, my gosh. John, what did you learn today? <sighs> you can have as many moms as you want. As you want. Yes, as, that's as right. I want. <laughs> yeah. As I deep into reality. You're all my mom now. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, what do you have to plug? Um, this I will have... be out in like uh, two months, so just sort of general plug. Right, so that would shoot around like June. Um, I have... Um, there's one thing that Jeremy's going to talk about that I'm involved in because I know he's going to talk about it, so I'm leaving it to him. Oh, but it's uh, going to be past that past two months. Oh, shit, you're right. The Never Mind Anything. General uh, plugs? I, I have Instagram, some, I have some, yeah. Um, well, no, I do have one show to talk about that I can plug that I think will be approximately in time, and if not, then there's another one in August. It's a show I do called uh, Absolute Truth, where it's a, kind of a, a similar type of jive-in scenario, um, where I find a friend, a member of the scientific community, and I interview them on stage, and we use that to inspire our improv. Awesome. And it's um, it's always been a super wonderful, fun time. All of these lovely people have been involved, except for Evan, who is going to be my next scientific guest. Ooh, um, nice. Uh, All right. And then, of course, uh, if this comes out in time to catch the Del Close Marathon, uh, keep an eye out for the team I'm on, the Fancy Boys, who will get to be there at a currently unspecified time and place. Yes. All right. Jeremy! What did you learn today? Uh, so, John was uh, obliquely referring to What did this. you learn today? Oh, what did I learn? Yeah. Oh, my 
first part. Well, I learned, then the plugs. I learned uh, I learned some genuinely interesting things about the origins of the theater. So I'm grateful yeah. that this uh, this brought that out because that was very interesting to me. I also learned. Uh, I really like looking into Evan's eyes. Whether he's a robot or a, a sociopolitical professor <laughs> with a penchant for Marxist uh, ramblings. Or an Olympic diver. Or an Olympic diver. Is that a real Olympic diver? Yeah. Of okay. course it is. No. That was, no. What, the name? No. no, okay. I was like, what? <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> what do you have to plug? Uh, what John was obliquely referring to earlier is that uh, I am producing an original play in this lovely space that Justin and Casey have been nice enough to lend to me. It's, it's happening Memorial Day weekend. Nice. So you can read all the rave reviews in all the publications about it and imagine you were there with us. Uh, I also founded a theater company. It's called Birch Swinger Ensemble. You can find us on Facebook. You can also find me on Facebook. And uh, we, I'm, I'm in lots of shows here. There will be oh this is something we can plug the deep end night at skip oh Michelle's gonna do that okay but All right. first you have to say what you learned Michelle <laughs> what did you learn today I learned that I have a lot to work on with my Minnesota accent oh no oh no oh, oh no. no you don't oh, oh no, no. I, I teed that up for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so what do you have to plug? What do I have to plug? Um, as I mentioned earlier, I'm on an indie team here at the theater called The Deep End. Um, Jeremy and I uh, will be leaving Pittsburgh and thus uh, becoming emeritus members of the team, which is what we do when we move away um, in uh, August. So in the middle of July, we are hosting an evening here at Steel City Improv Theater entitled An Evening with the Deep End. Uh, there's going to be food and drinks and a whole ton of people from the Pittsburgh improv community and um, and uh, maybe formal wear, and it's going to be a blast. And we're hoping everybody will come out and hang out with all of us. Um, and I also wanted to just uh, say, if there's any literary agents listening, <laughs> in about three years, I'm going to be trying to sell a book of poetry. And um, <laughs> I'm a lovely person, as you can see, very funny, very well rounded. Uh, so you know, uh, uh, Michelle Lasefko Bremer. Thanks. And, and now you need to say. I'm going to talk about something, no wait, let Evan talk about it. To follow the trend. <laughs> well, I just wanted to say to, to her plug about uh, as a, doing a book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Evan, what did you learn today, my friend? Kidneys are overrated. <laughs> uh, way overrated. Way overrated, right? Yeah. Uh, what, do you, what do you got to plug? What do you got going on? All right. So first thing I'll plug, these are, well, let's see. I, I'm a musician as well. I write songs. Um, Great. This is very preliminary, but I've got five songs right now. Once I get like eight, I'm going to record an album. It's going to be called Magic Zebras. So watch out for that. All right. And um, <laughs> second thing that I'd like to plug, because why not? I'm a scientist, as John mentioned. It's a yeah. goddamn renaissance, and, uh, man. That's what you are. <laughs> <laughs> I just got an article published in Nature Energy that um, oh. I've like to encourage folks to check out it's called yeah. estimation of the year on year volatility and unpredictability of the US energy system of course Rolls it is <laughs> one more time <laughs> what's it called estimation of the unpredictability and the volatility of the United States energy system and it's um, basically what we show is that the energy system itself may well have become more difficult to predict in the last 10 years than in the 20 years before that okay that sounds terrifying uh, <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah, so the whole system's gonna come and crash and burn. 
We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> That's what the paper's about. No spoilers. You got to read the paper. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right. None of us did this, so can I just do it real quick? Uh, they people who are listening, if they like what they've heard tonight, should like Steel City Improv Theater on Facebook, where they yeah. can find out all about our shows, classes, uh, come to see us, come hang out. That's yes. right. And, yes. And one of us may allow you into our homes, perhaps. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that you can come see. We got started doing here. intensives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what um. You get, do your teams have like Twitter? Do you guys uh, Facebook? The anything? Deep End is on Facebook. The, uh, as the as Deep as End. There are a couple of Deep Ends. Uh, we are the Deep End. We are the, okay. We are I, Deep End PGH. Social. Any other Deep social ben media PGH. things? I plan on some point making a Twitter and a Facebook for the Fancy Boys, and then. Purchasing followers so we look famous for the Dell Close Marathon. <laughs> Fancy! <laughs> got two months to make this happen. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But so, it, it, it takes no time, according to Silicon Valley. You can yeah. just buy a lot of like. Oh, I Googled it's five bucks for like 500. It's so inexpensive. Really? It's really cheap. Steel City Improv is on Facebook and Instagram. And um, if you look for the hashtag SkitLife, oh, you yeah. can see us offline. Okay. Doing our. Doing our you know, nonsense. Excellent. Justin, what do you have to plug? You have anything else to plug? Uh, the only thing is we, we've plugged a little bit before. Is well, that was two whole weeks two ago. Two whole weeks ago, I know. <laughs> well, it's about the theater, but it's a, it's a very specific thing. I have a specific URL for you to go to. If All you right. uh, live in Pittsburgh or you're, you're going to come here, you can always look up uh, future ones of these, uh, the sample classes that we do. It's just 90 minutes. In fact, we're doing one today, way in the past. Um, in which uh, people just sign up. It's totally free. They just show up and they get an hour, they get a 90 minute sample of what it's like to, to do improv and, uh, and a little bit of our philosophy, which is very much about not just only being funny, but applied improvisation. We're really about to, that. Yeah. So if you want to find out more about that, you just go to steelseatingimprov.com backslash free. Nice. Very simple URL. Yes. All right. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Uh, check out the website, historymadeup.com. History Made Up on Instagram, at History Made Up on Twitter. That's our show. Thanks so much, you guys. See you next week. Bye-bye.